I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romaran and Chino Liao together again after last week. Now, Ulysses was just the biggest heel around. And you know, um, we're thankful that you know, we're, we're all okay kami kami, that the Podcast Network Asia family also was able to take care of itself. And that we're, um, you know, we're in a place where we don't really have much to complain about compared to a lot of other people. So I guess to start things off, aside from you know being grateful in advance of Thanksgiving, we also want to tell people na maraming donation drives, jan mga relief efforts that are being put together by a lot of proactive citizens, a lot of proactive organizations. So hindi ka magkukulang kung nagahanap ka ng organization na gusto mong tulungan. You know, the the office of the vice president and the different organizations under it is a very good place to start. I also compiled the threads, uh, Wave 89.1 Facebook and Twitter, if you want to go look through there. So please, if you can, please donate because there's So yun, that's basically our little call to action here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast because uh, know, right now we all have each other lang to, to rely on. So I hope we can all do that for our fellow Pinoy's. Podcast Network Asia also has its own charitable endeavors going into Ulysses uh, this week. We'll update you know, when that uh, is finalized, but it's coming. It's coming. If you guys want some more places to uh, donate to. Also, as far as compilations for charitable institutions are concerned, there and then on my Instagram at Supersize. It's under the COVID nineteen uh, highlight, if you will. So just click on that and look for other places you can help. Yeah, uh, and hopefully all of them are transparent with where they send you mga donations, whether in kind or in cash. Okay, we had a very big week in wrestling. For starters, we are on the road to Survivor Series, which is happening on Monday, Manila time. And we had some big news that happened in. So we're going to start off with the not-so-good news first, just so we can get that out of the way. We can process that and then move on to the more fun stuff, all right? So we're going to start with Zelina Vega getting fired a few days ago. And, over the weekend. Uh, yeah, over the weekend. So, uh, see, Mark Henry, he appeared on Busted Radio. And he said that a lot of it had to do with Zelina Vega resisting uh, the WWE's wishes to crack down on yung third-party uh, content creators that you know WWE talent have been working with. Zelina Vega opened her own OnlyFans. And now, sobrang up in the air yung status ni Alistair Black, who she's married to in real life. So... Uh, apparently, he asked to be moved back to NXT. That was denied. And now, she's, uh, Zelina Vega, uh, under her real name, Thea Trinidad, she's met with SAG-AFTRA. That's the Association of Yung Screen Actors, Screen Actors Guild in the U.S. So they're talking about unionization. She tweeted openly that she's supporting unionization. And then uh, in relate, on a related note, si Paige is also working on unionization following her Twitch getting shut down. Okay, so a uh, little background info. As you know, the the wrath of COVID nineteen makes it impossible for 
for the wrestlers still employed with WWE to you know make money because they don't house shows, they live events. So they source of income nila when it when they just went down to uh, the once a week TV shows. So what they were doing or what Zelina was doing was that she was making a lot more money apparently or a considerable amount of money on her Twitch, on now her OnlyFans. So she decided to stick with that instead of you know sticking with the WWE contract. So that was her decision and she knew what she was getting into. But all the same, that doesn't mean that what WWE is doing is still correct. And she knows that now. A lot of people know that now. It's a hard lesson to learn, I guess you could say, because... Of all the people to be affected by this COVID-19 pandemic, Selena Vega had to be the first. She was actually making more on her Twitch and OnlyFans than compared to her downtime as a WWE superstar. So Kepper the threat and the new management done. Because if she can do it, then what's to stop other superstars who are benched uh, from doing it as well? Especially since WWE has been considering dropping house shows altogether. They've been considered not getting back furloughed production crew as a result of this prolonged pandemic. Now, it's hard for you to blame people for seeking other sources of income. You're always just out there you know, to, to make a buck. It's a job, right? And then when it gets to this extreme point and everything gets so escalated that lawyers are brought in and they meet with SAG-AFTRA, and they try to unionize, and politicians like Andrew Yang are involved. It just escalated so quickly. And it's, it's almost out of hand, really. The thing is, um, Shempre, not a lot, not every WWE superstar is, you know, a Twitch streamer or an OnlyFans guy. Although a, a lot of them do have their or what they used to have their cameo accounts. But the the thing is, unless uh, someone from higher up, like someone more powerful than WWE, gets into this, feeling ko hindi rin magibay, kasi iilan nang den yung ano yung mga stream talaga and yung mga bosses nandun to to possibly change and complain about this 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 diabolical rule that WWE has. And I think that's where Andrew Yang comes in, right? because as we all know, he ran as the Democrat nominee, Democratic nominee for uh, the Democrats. So, Natalia, unfortunately, dropped out. But because because we are seeing a changing of the guards, if you will, in the U.S. Well, actually, he made it a point on one of his podcast guestings on Chris Van Vliet's Podcast, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, he brought up this issue and said that he would bring this up with uh, now President Biden as one of those points of concern. So at least may may make forward momentum when it comes to you know unionization and protecting the rights of performers and wrestlers. So the issue na to actually this hits me close to home as a freelancer i'm sure chino to a degree natatamaan ka rin as you're also in entertainment as a freelancer and in the same way na yung radio industry i've talked about this openly na yung radio industry until now we don't get paid a lot it's an open secret na sobrang uh, underpaid ang radio dj's in general you you really have no choice but to pin it on the generation that came before you in the case of wrestling the generations of wrestlers that came before this current generation. Like, if they'd found a way to unionize in the past or if they'd found a way to look after yung financial well-being nila without uh, getting screwed given the, given the setup of the business, diba? Sana hindi ganito yung situation ng wrestling industry. Pero wala eh. I guess, ganyan sa carny, ano, carny system kasi, everyone is looking out for themselves. This is why we have the, uh, this, this problem right now. I just need I just need a guy a big dude a big a big star like like a Roman Reigns or a Drew McIntyre or a Seth Rollins even uh, to to speak up on behalf of the girls and boys who are actually making more money doing the third party stuff. So you, I think that's what it takes then talaga to get this going. Because right now I don't see it uh, I don't see it doing really well so far. And sorry to jump off of Stan's point, now it's not just the Cardi system. Vince McMahon actually built his empire uh, on breaking up smaller independent promotions. I guess you could say he actually single ha- is single-handedly responsible for the destruction of the territories. Right? He bought little territories up, ate them up, and shut them down. Right? That's why we have the WWE that we have 
right now. So it also goes to show how ruthless a company like the WWE can get. And Sarah, at the end of the day, you know, they think about the wrestlers' well-beings as well. But uh, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just so hard to imagine that this is where we've come now. We've gotten to now. Yeah. Uh, Ro, can you answer Jackie's comment? She's asking, um, wh- why is it that Adam Cole, Dakota Kai, and sometimes Tyler Breeze are still able to stream despite this rule? Uh, hindi ko alam. I haven't seen any news about that. Uh, nobody's explaining why NXT seems to be spared. I'll, I'll let you know right away when I find something. All right. In other uh, not so good news, so over the weekend, November uh, 13 to be exact. Ay, sorry, no, tama ba? 13, 15? Uh, November 13. 13, 13, 13. Yeah. We, um, we commemorated the 15th death anniversary of the late, great Eddie Guerrero. So WWE released a Best of Eddie Guerrero compilation, which I thoroughly and wholeheartedly enjoyed over the weekend. On the free tier. On the free tier of the network. <laughs> mm, on the free tier of the network. So yeah, I enjoyed that. It was great that I got to relive Brock Eddie again. I never get tired of that. Pero hassle na wala yung Halloween Havoc. Hassle na wala yung ladder match ni Ray and Eddie for the custody of Dominic. Even the original WrestleMania 21 match was not there. Um, the John Cena parking lot brawl wasn't there either. Lots of good stuff. Um, not the skit, but they had the No Mercy match. All right. On Eddie's birthday. On Eddie's right. final birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, 15th death anniversary of Eddie over the weekend. And on the independent scene, there's this indie wrestler named Alex Ocean who did the Three Amigos. And then in an effort to draw cheap heat, he yelled the words, fuck Eddie Guerrero. And Eddie Guerrero and his death have been used to gain heat so many times over the years. The most notable instance being Randy Orton in 2006, mere months after Eddie had died, say, uh, when he said on TV that Eddie was in hell. So this begs the question, is this out of line? Is this a legitimate way to draw heat? Is there a, is there a problem with invoking the name of someone who had just died. And I ask this as somebody who had also cut a promo about a celebrity who had just recently passed away, that being Kobe Bryant. So, ito, uh, I, I think Ro and I are, are on different uh, sides of this. I'm not sure about you, Chino. But also, when no, I, I did think, it... I don't, think, I, I don't think I'm on a different side, but go ahead. Go, go, go cook. Okay. When I did this at, at the last PWR event in February, I made fun of Kobe Bryant thinking that the Philippines is a basketball-obsessed country, and Kobe is like a god to many Pinoys. So making fun of Kobe as a heel was a dick move because it was kind of like a sports, you know, sports type of cheap heat. So parang, to me, it made sense. After the show, though, see, Robbie Eagles, I, I asked for his feedback, his input. Sabi niya, yeah, you got a lot of boost. It was really, really loud. But I don't think it was worth it because it didn't necessarily add to the story you were trying to tell. And that story I was trying to tell was na MSG All Belts. So yon for like some of the guys in the back said na yeah may points si Robbie pero you you did what you set out to do which was make sure that you guys could not be redeemed that night. So yon I'm not sure what Alex Ocean was going for here probably something along the same lines. Before Rogue gives his take, Alex Ocean issued an apology on Twitter. He said na he made that decision in the heat of the moment. He acknowledges how tasteless it was. He apologized to everybody including Eddie's family. And then when a fan asked him a question he was supposed to do something different and he actually wanted to pay respect to Eddie Guerrero and he admits na he messed up. Okay. Love explanation. How do you go from respecting Eddie Guerrero to saying fuck Eddie Guerrero? I want to take off I want to take off from Stan's point because I was in that segment with the Kobe Bryant take. I'm going to say, I'm going to address Gimme Buckets here, who says that if Eddie's family said yes back then, referring to the Randy spot, then I th- then he thinks it would have been okay. And I think that they said yes, because Ray was involved in that uh, spot. Uh, as you know, Ray was being pushed, and uh, Ray won the Rumble, and he was uh, riding high off um, the sentiment. So I think they had the go signal there. But as a wrestler... And as a wrestler who will do just about anything to get the reaction I need from the audience, I will say that ultimately what Alex Ocean did was was valid. But it being valid doesn't mean that it was the wise thing to do at the time. 
Uh, I think Robbie also has a point in saying that a cheap shot like that could only work the best if it tied into what the story you were telling. Because otherwise, if it was just a random cheap shot, just to evoke, just to evoke the the negative reaction, the overwhelmingly negative reactions, then I thought it was lazy while still being valid. Super lazy, yeah. Parang nagthrow in ka lang ng, ng classless joke just to get the reaction without uh, thinking about the psychology of it all. But in a nutshell, though, in a vacuum, I think that stuff like that is fair game. I don't know. Chino, Chino, your thoughts. I really don't want to dig into this for very long because you're giving this guy merit. <laughs> and, and I don't know if, if this is what Alex Ocean wants to be remembered for, <laughs> especially since he wanted to honor Eddie to begin with, it's it's not anything that we should be digging into deeply, especially since a this this thing that Stan is speaking on happened all the way back in February, and b nobody knows who Alex Ocean is. Yeah, over the weekend. Sorry, did, did it not happen over the weekend? No, no, no he's no, 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 a Michael see, Robbie Eagles, whatever, ah, whatever, whatever he said about about Kobe happened all the way in February, and B, nobody knows who Alex Ocean is. Now that said, as a guy who understands what heats are supposed, what uh, heels rather are supposed to do, I can uh, I can get behind what Stan said about Kobe Bryant, like Rose said, in the vacuum, in the moment, makes sense, but it could have been done better. I, I agree, and in the sense, Alex Ocean also could have used that moment properly, you know, instead of just relying on it like a crutch. It's your job as as storytellers to move the story forward. In any storytelling medium, that's always the goal. It's either you reveal more about your character or you move the story forward. Now, that kind of heat doesn't really do anything if you're going to base it on those two things. It only gets people to hate you more. And, And Yes, it could. Yes, it worked, but it can always be done better. Yeah. All right. Basically, that. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you think, because it can be a divisive issue. Uh, so you can hit us up in the comment section, dito sa Kumu, and on the Facebook page. We're gonna get to those shoutouts in a bit, but before we do that, we'll take a break and let you know that you can continue supporting the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast through your online shopping, kahit na tapos ng eleven eleven. So let's start with Lazada. You can still use our general affiliate link tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x lazada please make sure you have the app so that it takes you straight to the app and after every checkout and every item getting delivered to you we get a small commission out of that and that is how your online shopping can help support the wrestling wrestling podcast again tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x lazada now let's take a moment to hear from our other podcasts on podcast network asia Oh my god, look at this cute person listening to this podcast, oh. Right? So cute, grave. Good job to your parents, ha? By the way, this is Jam. And this is Dapsky. You like podcasts, right? Check ours out. We talk about... Henry Cavill. Oh yeah. Local music. Overthrowing evil overlords. Butts. Space. Witches. Space witches. Denial. Cats. Dogs. Cats and dogs. So if that floats your boat or flies your spaceship, check it out online and join us at Local Locus PH everywhere on social media. Sorry, Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> All right, let's get to some shout-outs on the Facebook page and on Kumu saying what's up to Mike Yap, one of our patrons. Thank you so much for joining us right here on the live stream. Wala pa si Chino? Yeah, no. he's gone. But okay, that's uh, I will do the the Kumu shout-outs. Saying hey to Rach Mendoza who's joining us on Kumu. Hey Rach. Hey Rach. Uh, we have a bunch of people who have joined us. Let's say hi to Mostfa, Muri, it's me underscore Alcade 202. Canus, Anthony Besa, XLMCC, CC Claire, Pacho Paco 143, Eric Froila Nicolas, Tam C. Lorenzo, Tam C. C. Lorenzo, and I don't know where Chino is. Uh, that's about yeah. uh, everyone who's joined in so far. Hey, there he is. All right. Hi, Chino. We just did Kumu shout outs uh, while you were disconnected. Yo. Yo, okay, sorry. Let's say hi to Nitpick Rick, Ricky Publico from uh, smarthenry.com. He does our weekly raw reviews. And the comment yeah, about the Alex Ocean thing was that he should have yelled fuck Ray instead. 
Ah, so okay. Oh, wait. While, while we're still addressing comments, uh, some people have addressed the fact. Uh, going back to the Twitch song real quick, uh, and Jackie's question about NXT. Yeah. Some people have been saying the main roster lang yata yung sabit sa rule na yun, But remember, guys, uh, people like Dakota Kai have gone out and spoken up about the Twitch thing. So I don't think uh, they were spared from it. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, let's talk about Chelsea Green because she had her SmackDown debut over the weekend. And then just like that, because she got injured in the middle of the Fatal 4-Way. So really unfortunate. And it's not the first time that Chelsea Green was supposed to make a splash and then subsequently got injured in the match. There's this Fatal 4-Way match she was in at All In from 2018. She was involved in a quarter drop kick spot where she uh, she injured herself. And sayang lang, I, I'm not necessarily blaming Chelsea Green. But ang labo din kasi... Now, she showed up on SmackDown out of nowhere with no fanfare whatsoever. I don't think they were able to really maximize her NXT character. And she's number three on a list of female NXT talent who'd been called up to the main roster with no fanfare and parang no plan whatsoever. Santana Garrett was called up. Vanessa Bourne was called up. We don't know where they're headed. When it comes to Rhea Ripley, uh, rumor and innuendo state that she could be getting called up, which is why she lost to Io Shirai on today's episode of NXT. So ayun, I, I think that it's pretty problematic and it, it's it, very indicative of how there really is no long-term planning parin, even for these NXT talent getting called up. It's also yeah. unfortunate for somebody like Chelsea Green who we've seen on TV before. It isn't her first time around on the main roster, quote-unquote, because she had a match with Charlotte Flair on Monday Night Raw at the beginning of this year. Sinani Diana Parazzo. And they both had matches. Diana was on SmackDown. Chelsea Green was on Raw. They both had matches against, I think, Charlotte and somebody else. Becky, probably? I, I can't yeah, remember. yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. Uh, they, nothing and they were there. Them. They were there. They, and they were supposed to be the next big thing. And then they disappeared. And then Chelsea Green made another return. And then she got injured. And then she was supposed to be pushed under Paul Heyman's Raw. But then Paul Heyman got fired. So now she, she went back to Limbo. And then now she made her big debut and Sakasha the injury. So it's just a series of uh, literal unfortunate events for Chelsea Green. Sadanabad, the injury doesn't set her back for very long because she's a very talented wrestler, even in her impact phase. She was already very nuanced as, as a wrestler and as an on-screen character. And I kind of want to see that, how they work with it. Especially in this different spin here on uh, the WWE. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why uh, she is having the worst of 2020, but it is a thing. And poor Chelsea, we hope she gets better. I mean, yeah, she will. Um, we do wish her the best. I really wanted to see her as part of Survivor Series. So, you know, as, as much as there is a subset of the internet that's pretty happy now, Ruby Wright and Liv Morgan will get to, to team together at Survivor Series, I kind of do wish it was Chelsea Green instead. Okay, since we already mentioned Survivor Series, let's get to some predictions. So let's start off with The Undertaker. He's going to make his final farewell at Survivor Series. And apparently there will be appearances from Kane, The Godfather, Savio Vega, you know, BSK boys now, basically. <laughs> Kurt Angle. Uh, people are also widely speculating that this will be The Undertaker's possible last appearance in public or last appearance as The Undertaker because there have been reports that he has no interest in doing cinematic matches anymore. He actually said it on an interview with a podcast. I can't remember which podcast at, uh, at the moment. He actually voiced it. He doesn't even have... He's not even interested in doing cinematic matches because he feels that his physical talents, you know, his his incredible athletic ability have all uh, run its course. The mind's getting older, getting a lot more injured. So even as a wrestler, he feels like he's done everything he can, he could as a wrestler. Now, that being said, he also doesn't like or he he's not too enthused by the idea of being turned into an actor. So he was just he was he's basically just taking his time. Is basically what's happening. He's being touted as a guest on on Hot Ones. So there's a <laughs> there's a Hot Ones episode featuring the Undertaker of all people uh, coming in a few weeks. So that should be something we can look forward to. But that being said, I'm happy that the man known as the Undertaker is satisfied with where his career has taken him. The man. If if this is his last 
appearance as the Undertaker, then I'm glad that I got to catch him at the very height of his career all the way till now. Abby is asking kung final na ba talaga yung kay Undertaker and sure in the final na. Uh, I think given everything that's been said, I think this is really is it. He is broken down. He wants, he is slow, he is what, systematically throwing away kayfabe. Like kayfabe is dead with the Undertaker right now. <laughs> documentary na ang tao eh. He has done more press in six months than he's ever done in his 30-year career, guys. Like He systematically has appeared with uh, fewer and fewer taker garb on. <laughs> in, one, in one interview, I think he's sad. He doesn't care anymore. Well, he's actually, he does interviews like this, you know, from home with his mic set up, headset. Para nakita mo nakakatao ka din pala, like by Instagram na siya, meron siyang verified blue check mark. He's basically Mark Calloway again. And ako as a fan of him having grown up watching The Undertaker, I'm also happy for the guy. And my only wish for The Undertaker is that he stops wearing yung Confederate flag insignia on his t-shirts and shit. Oh boy. Well, he is a redneck through and through. But as... I think this is it, yeah, because I don't want to see him be the Undertaker anymore. He's getting too old for that stuff. It's getting weirder and weirder for for him to still come out as the Undertaker, uh, as we've all seen. So, buti na lang, uh, this is it. I, I do think, though, that the final hurrah should have been the Roman Reigns match, WrestleMania all those years ago. But I do hope that they stick by this for real and that yeah. he enjoy uh, a peaceful retirement life. Yeah, we love him as a dead man. We don't want him to be a dead man in the ring. We don't want a Randy yeah. the Ram happening for real. We, for real. we, we don't we, we don't want a, a Shawn Michaels return for this. Remember how when he yep. made his comeback, he just looked sadder. So please, please. <laughs> no more. Yeah. Man. We're all calling it a career. No, Ricky. No more Boneyard matches. Okay, then. No, no, it, 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 it is sad, though, that Nina na abutan yung heyday ng cinematic matches. So Yeah, I, I mean... Think, uh, if cinematic well, matches happened like years before he retired, we could have gotten a few more out of it. Out of or, you know, if, if Vince actually capitalized on the final deletion way earlier than he did, we could have gotten that, but we didn't. So, he could have faced Sting, could have faced Goldberg a little bit earlier on in Goldberg's career. And there's a lot we wish that could have happened that just did it. But uh, for what we got, I'm very satisfied. Yeah, same, same. So, uh, three cheers for The Undertaker. All right, let's get to our predictions. Survivor Series, best of the best. Wala pa rin tayong stakes. We still don't know why they are pushing brand loyalty and beating us over the head with it. Kasi wala namang nagsasabi na, hindi, role ang pinapanood ko pare. Or, hindi, SmackDown lang ako, man. Wala namang ganun eh. So... <laughs> Napaka arbitrary niya. So we're just going to run through the card and talk about some of the big changes that happened to the card, starting with Drew McIntyre taking Randy Orton's place on the card because Drew won the WWE Championship last Tuesday, Manila time. So it's now Drew versus Roman. And they really set this up nung SmackDown over the weekend. Parang looking back, ah, okay, foreshadowing palayon. Now, I didn't think it was going to happen. So I thought it was a red herring. So now it's entirely pointless to have. Drew lose the championship at Hell in a Cell. So, parang, okay, what do we really do that for? I thought the whole thing was going to lead up to Randy Orton versus Edge for the championship at WrestleMania, which is apparently still the plan, but it could change. But, alam mo yun, sobrang halata na short-term booking palagi dito. See, according to a lot of the dirt sheets that I've been watching and reading before we got on here, there are a lot of different theories as to why it actually happened in the first place. Number one, the Miz has the money in the bank contract now so as a heel it's it looks better on the briefcase holder to cash in against a face as we've seen uh so it makes it looks better for him to cash in on drew instead of orton because at least he still looks he still looks like a competent heel now that said there are also rumors that things are going to be switched around come rumble season right Randy might win the title back from Drew by then. We don't know. You know what this that means? Happen. We're getting more Drew and Randy matches. Yay! Right, exactly. Right? Yay. But we might also get a uh, Fiend versus Randy match or a Fiend versus Edge match in the near future. I don't know, but I just brought the Fiend from out of nowhere. But 
they're actually setting it up in increments if you if you actually pay yeah, attention. I know this, I know what's <laughs> to, to what's been happening. So it's actually a very it's it's still very unset in stone here uh as we close out 2020. So I I, I kinda still want to see where it goes, but at the same time, another Drew and Randy match isn't something I want I'm looking forward to at all. Same. Sobrang, sobrang hard same. So I predict a Roman win. A Roman yeah. win for sure. And that's that. Same. I predict I predict a Roman win as well, just because they're still... I predict the same thing, actually. I think it's Roman Reigns' match to win. Because Roman is on such a hot streak that I don't think he can afford to lose, even if it's to Drew McIntyre. I think that a Roman win, especially if he goes full dick on, on uh, Drew McIntyre at Survivor Series really hammers home the point that this new Roman Reigns is a bad MFer and someone you can't just mess with. Same. Yeah, okay. I think they're really uh, getting behind let's Roman get... Yep. All right, next match on the card, you've got the women's champions going up against each other. It's Asuka versus Sasha Banks. Who do you guys see taking this one? It's actually pretty good. Uh, a good question because we haven't seen much of... Asuka in this feud they they haven't done much with her because the drama was all about the team raw women's uh, uh the women's team but sorry so I'm gonna say that Asuka just wins because she is still Asuka nobody's ready for Asuka and all that and I think Sasha can eat a loss since it's a non-title match I think Sasha wins because they're drawing on their history they've been like Abbott's list of NXT am I, am I mistaken in saying this they had a match in NXT. No, no, they, they never them. had a match they in NXT. Okay, see, the thing is, I they had a match with Bailey. Yeah, yeah, that was Bailey. Bailey, Panel. Okay, I feel, I feel like Sasha still walks away with the win. I feel like momentum is more on her side because, like you guys said, Asuka has been almost absent in this feud. Man. She doesn't. She's not as attentive to it or as involved in it as Sasha is. So I feel like. Momentum goes to uh, SmackDown here. Yeah, I'm going to break the tie and agree with Chino and say I think Sasha Banks wins here. The problem with this this feud, it's kind of getting the Hikarushi the Nyla Rose treatment from Full Gear. Because there are bigger stories, like as Rose said, diba? So Raw, it's focused on Team Raw. So Asuka's just really there and she doesn't have a challenger. She has nobody coming after her. Whereas with Sasha on SmackDown, there's the looming threat of Bailey. Like uh, the rematch with Bailey was during the build up to Survivor Series. So Sasha really has looked stronger, even compared to Asuka, who's always looked dominant. Diba? So that said, I think Hindi afford ni Sasha matalong eh. I'm gonna disagree with Ro here. I think Sasha needs to win just so they can really ride that momentum and take that as far as they can take it. I feel like Asuka's yeah, it's plateaued. About the yeah, exactly. Also, I feel like Asuka's plateaued as far as momentum is concerned. We, we, all we've seen from her is her doing like funny little promos and segments in the background of Madrileto, whereas Sasha has actually been in actual feuds with Carmella. Sabi ga give me buckets. He thinks Carmella will cost Sasha the win come Survivor Series. Now, I beg to disagree. But, I mean, what I'm trying to get at here is Sasha has as a more more of an upward momentum coming into this matchup. All right. Next up, you've got the tag team champions going up against each other. I thought they, they were actually been building this up in tension with the Street Profits and Big E backstage on SmackDown versus the New Day or Kofi and uh, Woods who are on Raw representing the New Day. So let's have Ro give his take while I refresh my stream. Man, I don't know. Um, I really wanted Hurt Business to win no Monday. Same. But Shempre, um, they were building up the New Day Street Profits feud so much, so I wasn't surprised that the Hurt Business lost. So I actually don't know who to pick here. I want to see Street Profits win so that the openings in New Day to look to, you know, to possibly lose against Hurt Business next time. I would have preferred the Hurt Business go into this as the Raw Tag Team Champions simply because he, heel versus face is such a classic it's a, it's such a classic matchup why mess with it right? now we're, we're here we don't really know how to who to pick it's the same problem we have with, with Asuka and Sasha Banks right? since the both these guys are still pretty hot I feel like I, I feel like the Hurt Business I'm sorry the street profits can eat a loss here. Or sorry, the street profits can win, win. but uh, 
win. Sorry, yeah. that's what I meant. Win. Because if the if the new day loses, it makes them more viable to drop the title uh, to the hurt business. Totoo yan. Uh, I just wanted to touch on something that Gimme Bucket said on the Kumu stream. He asked, ano, ano yung purpose ng breakup ng New Day kung dinadawin pa rin sa Big E ng Street Profits dun sa build-up on SmackDown? Which is actually a pretty fun uh, way of building the feud. Uh, you have to remember that they didn't really break up the New Day. They, I mean, like, the unit is still there. They're just on different shows. So they're still together. So I liked, the, I liked how the Street Profits feuded with the New Day by proxy by using Big E. So I thought that was a really intelligent touch there. Yeah, I was actually going to get to that very point that Gimme Buckets brought up. I, I was going to say uh, Big E's going to get involved. He has to somehow get involved. But I don't know. Uh, what if, hot take, Big E turns heel here by screwing the New Day? Like I that's the not. start of his singles push. I hope not. Uh, I don't know. Such a, such a bad ending that I don't want to see it happen. But it could, yeah. but I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I think uh, New Day, it's hard to feud between brands. Like I say, I still think the New Day is feuding with the Hurt Business after this. No, you're right. Uh, you're right. I mean, they couldn't even pull off Otis versus Tucker, right? Oh. Okay, let's go to the, the next match on the card. Ito, the mid-card champions. I'm excited for this one. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn, the US champion versus the champion of all the countries or all the continents. Are you excited <laughs> for a squash? Maybe a squash. I don't think it's going to be a squash. I think it's going to be a fun match. I, I hope Sami Zayn brings all the shenanigans. Like, I expect him to try to be, channel his inner Toru Yano. Filipo shenanigans, yes. But come on, Bobby Lashley walks away with the W. Oh, oh, no. Filipo mo ni Sami, dude. No, no way. No way. Uh, the Hurt Business is looking really good. Uh, yeah. Save for, for the loss on the Tag Team Championships. They are looking really, really good here. You don't know how good the Hurt Business is looking right now. Yeah, I mean, the Hurt Business is very... Yet. Yeah, the, the Hurt Business is very hot right now, whereas Sami Zayn has turned into a smarmy heel. <laughs> They've taken away all his athletic talent at this point. And now he's just he's just a greasy heel. So... Like, you can't say that No, but then they've doubled down on it. They, they've doubled down on the fact that this guy isn't 3D, isn't really a wrestler's wrestler at this point. So I feel like the Hurt Business walks away with this one. It's so easy to it's so easy to see. All right. The Women's Survivors Elimination Tag Team match features the women's tag champs, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler for Raw alongside Lana, and the new replacements, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce versus Team SmackDown, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two members na TBD. Una sining TBD. Okay, that depends. Whoever wins depends on sining TBD, right? So if it's Rhea, I think Smack Team SmackDown wins here. Okay, sining isa. Because they're uh, TBD. It's probably Natalia. I said they're they're doing the story where Natalia can't get to the team. Like she always ends up not winning. She's not losing, but she's not winning the matches. So I think they're gonna pull the trigger on this week's uh, on Friday SmackDown. It's kind of weird because they already fired Zelina Vega. So literally no one is in the way for, for Natty and there are two open spots. This is so <laughs> ridiculous. Vanessa <laughs> board. <laughs> I think, no, I think uh, it was supposed to be Chelsea Green Talaga on the team, but then she got yeah. injured. That's why Liv won the match. Yeah. I, I don't know who's going to fill in the other spots because I don't even remember who's going to fill in the SmackDown roster. I guess Billy Kay. Although yeah. I don't see Billy Kay making it into the match because Peyton Royce is a last-minute addition, lang, di ba? I don't think Billy Kay is going to make it. You know, um, you know, if they did a better job at building this Billy and Peyton breakup, they would have just put Billy and Peyton on opposite teams better in day, you know? Uh, <laughs> ba- Bailey could still make the team, actually. Uh, Bailey could oh, still I know, make yeah. it. Yeah. Good one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that because I, you know, I was too focused on Bailey Sasha, but that's a, that's a good point. Um, Admin Angelo is predicting that Lana will be the sole survivor, which I actually think could happen. It could be her redemption arc. Filigo, the only way she becomes the sole survivor is if Nia Jax puts her through a table and nobody tags her in. Like she yeah, spends, that's true. <laughs> she, she spends 90% of the match on her back through a table and then suddenly didn't oh, Lana yeah. do that in a Royal Rumble match? Na Shane Lassen eliminate because she spent much of it outside. Didn't that happen? <laughs> yeah, the Battle Royal for the number one contendership, right? 
yeah, there, there. So it, it's not far fetched. It could happen, and um, you know, just uh, you, you can't look any further than what happened locally, diba? With Camus last year at Ubusan ng Lahe, diba? He had a long year of stories where he wasn't exactly the top guy, and then uh, lo and behold, Ubusan ng Lahe happens, and he has his redemption story. So maybe Lana getting put through the table nine weeks in a row is leading up to this moment. Maybe. I, yeah. I think the reason Camus left is because you keep comparing him to Lana. That's, that's just the <laughs> That wasn't even meant to be a backhanded compliment or like a slap in the face. It was re- just a comparison of, of, you know, two redemption arcs. That said, that said, I think it's Team Smackdown's to win as well. I don't even care kung sino yung no. nasa Team Smackdown. Because kung hindi big name in TBD, I think it's Team Ross to win because they have the Women's Tag Team Championships on the team. That's true. So, you know, anybody if, short, yeah, I feel like anybody short of Rhea Ripley, it's Ross to win. All right. Uh, let's move on to the Men's Survivor Series Elimination Tag Match. Team Raw has AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle versus Team SmackDown's Kevin Owens, who was on the shelf last week, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and TBD. Okay. So, malitayo, or at least ako kala ko na si Drew McIntyre yung fifth man. So it looks like they're really sticking with Riddle as the fifth guy. And we still don't know who the fifth guy could be on SmackDown. Any guesses for the fifth man? My my throwaway guess is Otis makes it to the team after a second chance qualifier. <laughs> my, go, Chino. Ash, see, no, see, uh, let's go with T-Bar. Let's put T-Bar. <laughs> He's on, not uh, even on Raw. Uh, uh, on uh, uh, or Mace or one of those jack hats. Uh, no, I actually, I actually don't know. Like, I say maybe Otis. That's a good pick as well. Otis is also. I'll go with Bro here and say Otis as well. I don't know. I I kind of don't believe in Otis anymore. I mean, I guess he is still that upper mid card baby face. But other than him, I don't really see anyone else. And that says something about how poorly booked the upper mid card scene is on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, well, they they only do have two hours, so you can uh, pretty much forgive them for not doing as much. Cusinero Bordado says on Kumu that Raw has been improving. I don't know if that's really the case, but they're doing a lot more recently with their upper mid card. So at least there's that. Just SmackDown just doesn't have that much time, is the problem. Not, not that we want any more time for them. Which is weird because they actually have a stacked roster. But we haven't really seen much of Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. They stayed on SmackDown. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, they appear every now and then. See, Kevin Owens couldn't get himself TV time this week. So, yo, napaka weird. With all those names I threw out, I can't even make a prediction. I, as much as gusto kong kontrahin at sabihin na, hindi si Otis yung fifth guy. Wala akong maisip na iba. But yeah, I, I think Team Raw wins here just because they've really been building up yung Team Raw and then yung Team SmackDown. Wala silang story whatsoever. Yung but, pinaka but story lang is Jey Uso being controlled by Roman. What I was going to get at is Team Raw actually lost the retribution this one day. Yeah. Let's just say. So I don't know if that works in their favor going into this. Like I, I feel like SmackDown might walk away with the W just because of that, just because of retribution shenanigans. Like I know we've all voiced our opinions and what we think of this this table here, but I feel like this comes into play coming into this week, these weekends. Yeah. Um, no, I. They're just you know build, building up the tension between Team Raw, which is. True, Naman, you can't really put five guys together and expect them to to work well right off the bat. So, okay lang. Uh, I don't think that means SmackDown is going to win. I do think that means Team Raw is going to pull it out of their asses and, you know, pull out the victory here. Yeah, parang mas may investment eh. Like, nakita mo yung start ng Team Raw, how it, uh, how it was built from the ground up. Yung growing pains nila, how they had to get in each other's faces before they eventually pulled out the victory at Survivor Series. Whereas in SmackDown, wala, uh, they just won qualifying matches. Wala silang segments together as a team. Literally, wala. You only have Jey Uso getting sent after Kevin Owens because Roman Reigns told him to do that. Wait, wait, wait. What if Daniel Bryan comes back as a fifth guy? I, I was thinking about that then, but I don't think he'll be coming back until after Survivor Series. So... We'll see. So right now, I guess uh, we're all on the same page here. Now, Team Raw is going to pull this one out. And given the predictions feeling at the end, it'll be Team Raw. So Raw is the best of the best. So yay, I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think about, about the predictions. Uh, hit us up, Dito Sakumu, at Wrestling Wrestling Pod, or on the Facebook page, 
facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. We've got some good news to talk about, plus our picks of the week and yung mga loose ends that we na napagusapan in a bit. For now, though, you can keep supporting the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast by your on- through your online shopping. And this time, we're going to talk about Shopee because we have an affiliate link over there as well. Kahit na walang 11-11, ito mas madaling tandaan. Tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Just go uh, click that link. It'll take you straight to the site. And for every checkout and item that gets delivered to you, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and Podcast Network Asia will uh, get a small commission out of your purchase. So that's how you can support the podcast with your online shopping. And now, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Unfiltered, unhinged, raw and uncut. This is the flavor of Flick Off. In each episode, we will talk praise, praise. and smack on films both local and and international dishing out a heaping serving of juicy tidbits insights and innuendos in between our goal is to flip the boat and shake the industry by giving voice to general viewing audiences skewing the pretenses of academic critic circles this is Uncle Farouk Kaila Dos and is and we are Flick Off powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics all right, let's get to some shout-outs on Kumu and on the Facebook page. All right. Hey, guys, uh, if you're if I'm coming in here, let's say what's up to a few other people who joined us on Kumu. CKMM just gave us hello, hello. Thank you for that. Hello, hello. Uh, he said Wait, hello. Thank you, Kay. That's Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. John, whoever you are, thank you for the hello, hello. Also, Kuzib Burgat. See, Cuisine Bordado is saying what's up on our feed. He is saying that Raw is improving. We've covered that as well. It's happening. Daryl De Chavez just followed us on Kumu. He's hey. saying he loves Roman Reigns and the WWE, and he loves Cena as well. It's happening. The user and Ganpala, he also loves Roman Reigns. Also, thank you for the follow, okay, Leo Lazarus30. Thank you for all the love you guys are showing us on Kubu. Sabini Fortis92. This should be Undertaker's last match to commemorate his 30th anniversary per COVID arrived. So, yeah, I guess. I mean, but he's pretty old. So, you know, he deserves to rest. Sabini dialed the Chavez then. I will say, Roman, you're the best wrestling. It is, uh, yeah, on this Kumu stream. Also, what's up to Abby? Thank you for giving us a vegan party. Abby is one of our hey. loyal regulars here on Kumu. Guys, please, besides the gifts, the hearts are also very important. Please smash those hearts to let the Yo. Kumu people know that you love your weekly wrestling talk. Do you think Undertaker retires had something and COVID didn't happen? And if COVID hadn't happened, would the Undertaker retire? I think that's what he was trying to say. I think he would have still. Uh, uh, it's been 30 years. Uh, they're promoting this as 30 years of the Undertaker. So I think considering I don't think he needed COVID to realize na, okay, ayo na. maging family man. I think it would have happened either way. Yeah, um, if you were watching the episodes of The Last Ride, he was saying that um, he's been thinking about it for years and that he didn't want to keep wrestling until he was just a parody of himself, which, ironically, he kind of has been. <laughs> and if a you watch The Last Ride, he didn't get any further than So, sabi ni Dikai, sorry, may TikTok si Undertaker. Actually, pati ako nagulat eh. Di ko alam na may TikTok pa na siya. Right now, the Undertaker. Oh, yeah, it was it was a news it was a news item back in July. The Undertaker creates a TikTok account. Oh man! Therefore, it is true. It's damn guys, true, guys. His if at you is, sorry, his go at ahead. It's just at Undertaker. It's man, at Undertaker. If you guys so, didn't think the Undertaker persona was dead. It's been killed twice over by TikTok. <laughs> 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 Meteor, meteor. Yeah, yeah. 
wherever those are. Okay. Uh, we're lip sync. I want to. I want to get to this question on our Facebook comments. Carlo Lozada is asking, "Kung may news na ba on when Meiko Satomura is going to or appearing on NXT UK? Uh, no news on that yet. I will let you know as um, right away. Pagmerena. Uh, for those who don't know, Meiko has been announced to be going over to NXT UK as a performer, but mostly as a coach. So I think this is the precursor." To the fabled NXT Japan promotion, by you know, by putting her first in NXT UK. All right, let's get to some good news that uh, we haven't really touched on yet. So first off, this week we saw the beautiful photo shoot from Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. So Becky looking really wonderful uh, yes. with a baby bump, and Seth looking really creepy, and yet uh, he is about to be a father. Uh, so yeah, congratulations to Becky and Seth. Congrats. congrats and congrats. Uh, Seth's shield brother John Moxley is now a father, or well, is about to be a father. Father to be. So father he made the be, announcement yeah. himself. Yeah, father to be. Yeah, he made the announcement as a throwaway line in his promo to AEW Dynamite. Which, if you weren't paying attention, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" So that's pretty cool. See, Renee, she also sort of threw it away on Twitter, I guess, which is how a lot of people found out. <laughs> So, um, it's pretty cool that uh, Dean and Seth, or Mox and Seth, are right around the same age, and their kids will be right around the same age as well. I like how very Moxley. I, like, I like how both of them are still sticking to their character and their personas, right? <laughs> Seth has this lavish photo shoot, and then see Moxley with Ella. My wife's pregnant. <laughs> So well, I don't mind actually. All I have is the picks of the week. Oh, wait, ito. Uh, here's a comment from Ronnie over on the Facebook comment. Sabinya. Have you guys heard about Shuri's uh, SWA Championship win at Stardom? Yeah, she beat me Priestley, uh, Priestley, and she says she'll be representing the Philippines since yeah. that title is meant for foreign wrestlers, and she is half Filipina. Kind of, kind of a cop out there, I would say, because after the Joshi Jam thing, parang we never really heard from Shuri after that. But uh, whatever works, man. Uh, good for her. Good for her that she is a champion again, and way to uh, rep the Philippines. Uh, in Japan as well. Yeah. That anytime makes, you makes, get represented. That makes two, represented. Uh, two Filipino Joshis rocking it over there right now. Yep. Right. Um, I don't think we have time to, to talk about Impact Wrestling anymore. Sorry, Admin Angela, if you're still there. Just, just subscribe to our Patreon. If you want to know about what, what went down on 30 Point. We, we are trying yeah. to keep it under an hour. <laughs> Yeah, uh, really quickly, if you want to know about the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. You can support the podcast as well by subscribing for as low as 250 pesos a month. And one of the uh, one of the perks you get from the 250 peso tier is the Survivor Series Watch Party, which we'll be doing right. on Monday. So that will be on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Discord. So go check it out again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Time for us to wrap it up. So we're going to do that with our picks of the week. I'm going to start with mine. And that was the banger of a main event from NXT today. NXT Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. Grabe. Um, it, it was a really good match. Hassel lang na merong two commercial breaks in between and then... The, the show didn't end there because Finn Balor cut in and then they had that segment with uh, the Kings of NXT and Undisputed Era. But that match itself was so good. And if that was Rhea Ripley's farewell, I'll be happy. I'll be satisfied. My pick of the week is the Hurt Business versus the New Day on Raw. Really good champion, tag team championship match and gives you an idea of how good things can be when they utilize their time well on Raw. Right. My pick for this week actually... Doesn't even come from a wrestling show. It comes from uh, the Mandalorian, which is what <laughs> it's not really what's on my shirt, but from the Star Wars world. Uh, Sasha Banks has made her long-awaited, much-awaited debut as one of the members of the Night Owls. They are a terrorist set or rebellious set. These are the terrorists, more like uh, I don't know, freedom fighters. Rebels, rebe- rebellions, uh, renegades, whatever, freedom fighters. There we Wait, go. it's a good guy, but sure, bad guy. She is technically a good guy. 
Yeah. Um, alongside, we're not sad. alongside Bo-Katan. So Bo-Katan is one of those characters that people are going to see crossover from the Rebels world of Star Wars. I'm not a Rebels, but or Clone Wars. Ah, yeah, Clone one Wars, yeah. One of those animated shows. So, not sure. So Sasha Banks is her right-hand woman in the series. And it was, it was such a good idea. Yeah, I popped when I saw her. I, I have to say, I popped when I saw Sa- her. Sasha's delivery in her acting is way, way better than her delivery during promos, I have to say. Actually, it was better than expected, I have to say. Uh, like, I was very surprised. I mean, it's yeah. in the moment. Yeah. yeah. And she got more lines than the dude that they had on the team. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, good. So, so at least if I, you know that they're taking her character very seriously. Yeah, I think uh, they'll be back uh, on a future episode. Yeah, they I'm, will I'm super happy for her. I'm really happy that she got that. And uh, John Favreau actually discovered her on a Hot Ones episode. So that's how it all <laughs> yeah, came together. Yeah. Yeah. Asha appeared on Hot Ones. John Favreau liked the personality that he saw. He hit her up. And then that's how she got on The Mandalorian. So yeah, congratulations to my name is Undertaker. That's a Mandalorian season three. Oh, you know? hot ones inside, <laughs> oh, hot ones then So he might come out there. My honorable mention for this week, since I try to think of one every week, is coming from the main event of Turning Point is Rich Swan versus Sammy Callahan. Just because I see, I miss seeing the, these two wrestlers on TV. And so it's refreshing after not watching Impact for the longest time to see them mix it up uh, in the main event, no less. So the Wallace is stand at the very oh, end of our stream. Oh my, really, really good timing. <laughs> right, let's wrap this up. Thank you guys once again for listening to or watching, joining us to this uh, today, this week, tonight on our live wrestling talk stream. We really enjoy having you guys here and talking about wrestling with you. So again, uh, I'll go plug first. I'll plug my Twitch stream again. It's twitch.tv slash shang underscore daddy. Uh, we have been streaming a lot of stuff this week. A uh, new Spider-Man game. Uh, this game called Fuser in which I am a DJ mashing songs I up. I saw that. I, <laughs> I actually bought it. I didn't have a video to switch. Nice. You'll have so much fun. So my wallet is happier. Influencer now. Yeah. All right. So yeah. You got you got for, for this week, no new episode of Class Cloud, but please listen to the latest episode where I feature our fellow podcast, Ms. Uh, Sir Fritz from the 80% podcast. We talk about investment with fellow stand-up comedian, uh, Jethro Drogo. So it's just a deep dive into investment and saving and money management. All that on this week's Class Cloud, or last week's Class Cloud. Also, before we get ahead of ourselves, guys... If you guys have uh, courier needs, you know, if you guys need anything shipped out, may we suggest that you use our code for Mr. Speedy. That is Wrestling Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling X. X Mr. Speedy. There so it's go. Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy. That's all one word. Uh, that gives you 50 pesos off your very first delivery on Mr. Speedy. So if you padala right now, uh, use that. And 50 pesos is huge, man. It's a huge discount. Yeah, yes. it is, especially for Mr. Speedy. Uh, quick plug on my end, On Deck, latest episode features Francis Brew from the NU107 Days, also aka Francis Reyes of The Dawn, so go check that out. We, ha- we get into a lot of stories, including the infamous Dieter Ocampo incident at the uh, New Rock Awards from 2004. So that's pretty funny. And of course, you can keep following us for Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod, for Facebook at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, going to Instagram, and for Twitter at wrestling 2 xpod Individually, that's at China Supersized, at Roeswar, and I am at underscore Stan C. Huge shout-outs to Babyface producer Nikai Locanias and the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for keeping keeping the operation running. And thank you to all the patrons of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and to all of you who are watching on Kumu and on Facebook at mga nagko-comment at share. Thank you so much. We'll catch you again next Thursday at 7 p.m. Same time, same place. So on behalf of every everybody, my name is Stan. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.